Hey, Fever fans, it ain't pretty. No one can push with runny nose and watery eyes. Fight the good fight against evil, Hay Fever, with the help of our mates at Chemist Warehouse. That's right, helping you stay pollen safe and helping us keep the lights on right here at the Morning Surface. Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by you know Media. Yes, Charlie. Good morning. Good evening and everything in between. It's already a talk to me nice Thursday. We're here for our morning shifters from our misters Cheers. to our sisters. we back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dish. So powered by you know media. Cha 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 cha. It is family. Uh, humans of the world, stay blessed. No stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you call down under your home, welcome to new media. Because that's right. It's the people's media. Let's go. Say no more, take your shoes off at the door, everything you want, nothing you don't, real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one of the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it! Hey, I'm feeling good today. It's already, it's at the weekend already? It's a Thursday? Thursday? Downhill spiral to the weekend? Come oh. on, baby! Hey, what is on the show today? Jordan, what do you got for us today, my friend? Um, I'm bringing something, I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to do what I bring, so I'm going to put it up for us to do some kind of paper, scissors, rock moment, and then uh, whoever, you know, gets picked has to do it. Okay. Ooh. It's a heart, it's going to pull at the heartstrings. Okay. I can tell you that much. King of the hill, or king of your hill, Mark. Talk That's to right. Me. Talk to me, baby. King of my hill, something I'm willing to die for. And should I be? I'll throw it out there and see if you guys agree. This is something for me to die for, or not, or not. I'm willing to learn. All right. Uh, and we're jumping into something brand new. Very, very exciting, guys. Mark, you want to do the honours? You've done all the hard work for this one. Oh, hardly. Uh, we are taking, dipping our toe, grabbing each other by the hand, and walking into the gaming world. Thanks to Spark. The gaming shift. That's right, Spark Game Arena, and we are all going together on a shift journey. <laughs> I'm so excited Into about the gaming this. ethos. Why am I nervous to jump into the gaming Bro, I've been gaming now, bro. I see. You got bro, my back, sixes and sevens. Bro, I'm, I'm in my, I'm <laughs> in my missus before I started gaming. Now, now that we're in a bit of a transition period, of that, I've, I've got to communicate like, hey, is it, you know, tonight I've got to gaming and gold. do a bit of research, you know, for the show, gaming. So, oh, no, all good, all good, all good. <laughs> hey, we got that and a bag of chips on the show. But we always start with an absolute <gasps> vibe and... Jordan, it's hard to follow up what you did yesterday, so I'm not even going to try and compare. But I Ashe. don't, I don't want you to ever forget. We talked about Justin Bieber and Justin Timberlake a little bit earlier this week. Y'all better put some respect on my boy's name again, just in case you forgot. We're gonna have a Timberlake Bieber off soon. I don't know if this is gonna. You, you can't use this. Oh, don't you worry. We got, we got plenty in the bag. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. We're almost at the top of the mountain. When you broke down, I didn't leave you. We'll be climbing again all day, all night. I 
Great we are. I like it. Justin or just out? Maybe we do that tomorrow. I'm having, I'm having time to prove. Battle of the Justins, eh? Who's the greater Justin of them both? Maybe we will do that tomorrow. I look through the catalog. I look oh, just, you just feel to make safe? sure. You feel safe? I feel safe because it's JT, but I feel like you know you can't write them off that quick. No, 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 that wasn't the confidence you had when we were making hey, the debate. So you know, hey, don't come in humble now. <laughs> that is also though. That is also your uh, your boy. OG, how you going, man? Yeah, I'm well. I've uh, been getting a few messages from our Australian listeners who have uh, got, obviously, the live version of Maths that Season 11 has started in, in Australia. Uh, for those New Zealanders who want to watch it legally, you'll be waiting, I think, till next Monday. Uh, TV3 or 3 On Demand will have the, the series. But uh, I'm Question I'm optimistic we might be able to get the earlier version, gentlemen, and perhaps do a few uh, React videos. Well, oh. how can it be legally when... When uh, who really owns the internet? So if you if you understand like how VPNs work in that, it's not really that illegal. I mean, state view like what the ocean's supposed to separate legality with staying up to date. I imagine That's the ocean just wouldn't giving you guys be... things, things to think about. You know, I'm just saying if someone cracked down on you and you were using a VPN to do it, do something illegal with the VPN rather than just cloud what it is that you're trying to uh, stopping people from getting onto your internet I mean it's up to you up to you but uh, yes we. Uh, I reckon we should be uh, watching because I may or may not have had the uh, <coughs> what I say the early edition sent through and it's definitely I'm definitely hooked already already first yeah. episode we gotta, we gotta react we gotta react after a few episodes eh? yeah I think we need to do a bit of a but review do we, the do first we week. react for the Aussie audience or the New Zealand audience I think it's only fair that we, we go at the same Paces. Uh, reaction Aussie? videos are always um, you can, you can go post, it. aren't they? Really? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. yeah. So yes. next Monday is the New Zealand. Next Monday night will be the New first. Zealand. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to to getting out there. Also, I may have re-injured my calf just to slightly. I took the moonbird off yesterday. You know how your garage doors go down? Mm. Yeah. I went to close the garage door. Didn't under, didn't realize that priest, my little dog, uh, who's awesome. Yeah. He's a little. He's he's aging. He's aging like a fine wine. Uh, he walked underneath it as it was closing, and I had to dive to stop to stop the door going down, and was in a pile underneath the garage door holding it up as priest. Just You're just a constant the... hero in your house, aren't you? Not really. I don't know no, how that works, but I'm a constant mistake, really. I should have probably just seen the dog was near the door and probably Kicking not. Kicking cats out, diving to save your dog. Honestly, <laughs> your dog was just walking towards the light. They probably Come was. On, I probably I'm walking out here. I'm going towards the light. You again, I prevented, Mark? Him. I prevented again, Dad. Yeah, but hey, no, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I have a chicken, uh, and I'd like you guys' advice because I'm at a bit of a crossroads now. Um, I have a very great co-parenting relationship with my son's mum. Mm-hmm. You know, very proud of that too. But you know, his first haircut's coming up, and we have different ideas about what we think that should look like. You know. <laughs> 
But obviously, I'm taking him to the barbershop where, you know, she won't be there. <laughs> and, I, and I've been given strict, strict instruction to not give my son a certain haircut. But, you know, the, the man in me just goes, it's just here. Right? It's just here, man. Like, am I wrong, bros? Give me some wisdom because I'm, re- I'm honestly... I'm at war. I'm a, I'm a little bit war at myself with this. I wouldn't do it. I don't know if that's advice, but for but you know, we go to the barber taking your son for his first haircut. What am I gonna do? Like, <laughs> no, what, you, what does your mother no, want? No, the, I'll, I'll tell you what you're getting. The question is, <laughs> do you even want to give him this haircut, or you're only doing it because she doesn't want that haircut? Nah, yeah, that's, that's a, you, hey, just wait before you answer that. That is a great question, Brock. Nah, I do want this haircut. What's the haircut? But but you know, and we're very amicable. You know, there's there's never any issues, but this this is this has been an issue. It's like no 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 that one, not happening. It's, not, it's, not on my son. I'm like oh that's right. Oh, we're gonna we're we gonna half him. No we can't. So you know we need to come to some kind of compromise here. If you're paying for the haircut, technically under oh, your jurisdiction, I am paying for the haircut. No, you are going Shout to out be to Darren paying O'Neill and Graylin, for it. Klein, he's gonna do it. You're gonna be paying for it if you get him that haircut for a long time. What is the haircut? Okay, why don't we vote? Why don't we vote? I've been through this before. So just you, guys, you, go, you guys can. You guys can. You guys can. Actually, I don't want to be a part of that. No, no, no. no, 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 no you can. You can. Don't you bring it together. It takes a village, brother. The boys. It takes a village, brother. Did you listen to the podcast? The As a stepfather, I have had this before. I've run into this before. But the kids were old enough to make the choice of their own haircut. And so I was like, hey, I'm paying for it. You can get what you want. It was fair to say that the uh, when my son came back, he his hair was changed indifferently okay. from what I'd done. So... It's, let's, let's I vote. reckon it's a money thing. Let's vote. Brooke, what do you think I should do? Sure, no, 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 no. Don't do it? See yourself at the door. Okay, Matumai. Your money, your boy, your jurisdiction, go for it. There's no so way. I'm, I'm, back at, I'm back at square one. You guys needed to choose that for me, so <laughs> we'll probably we'll probably listen and not get that haircut. Nah, for a story. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for helping us. Your money, guys. bro. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I've changed my mind. Nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, my God. Hey guys, I actually peace, hate you sometimes. Peace hey. in the world, eh? Hey. Peace in the world. You make my heart rate go so, so far. Ooh, should we get into Daily Bread? My blood pressure. I might do it. I don't know. Daily Bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. This is a, this is a feature sponsor spot. And uh, if, you're, if you're listening here and you have some kind of company or you're like, you would like some kind of advertising, Right here, guys, is where you can get that. Who, do, who would they email, Matoma? Uh, you could email Laura, or you could email us at the show. What would How, the email be? be sorry, it's 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 uh, actually, you could just email me, mark.peard, P-E-A-R-D, at you know, Y-O-U-N-O-W.co.nz. That's right, let's get into it. It is February 1st, <laughs> that is 32 days deep into the year, 334 left to get her done. Get her done! It's Optimus Day today, fans. Prime? Optimus Prime? Yeah. No, just being uh, an optimist. Opt- I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, I've been a pessimist for years and I'm starting to get over that. <laughs> tiring? Had enough of it? Tiring. Sometimes a pessimist is just someone trying to get close to the truth, though. Yeah, optimism seems like it can be tiring, too, because you're constantly failing. You I think you say optimist for so long. I think optimists are... Like just, it's just their lifestyle. People who are optimistic about everything and anything. Like it's. Oh, not, I'm an optimist. Yeah, I think you are, bro. Yeah, I am. I am. 
I wouldn't be so sure. Oh, no, no he's not. Anyway, it's car insurance day as well. Ironic, right? Optimist and then car insurance. No, <laughs> such you're one. Mystic, you I'm wouldn't need it. Guys, this is your reminder to have at least third-party car insurance. That's it. You are crazy. It's the only insurance that I think you have to have. And if you're a great driver, it doesn't matter. What do you mean Someone what? who's a bad driver will hit you and you'll still need your insurance. I'm, I, you're the last person I thought would ever have insurance. I have full car insurance. Who he does. But I know for a fact you always have to have third party, at least. So this is your reminder. Get third party oh, insurance. Oh, so impressed. I was so impressed. I don't know why. We need to break down insurance. And my huge paid well. off. Is yours? Like, what are you talking about insurance? <laughs> <laughs> and Coming at me. <laughs> I have no, nothing not. extra to add to this one, but it's Spunky Old Broads Day. What's Broads? Like Broad Shorts? No, uh, Broads was an, a name that... Broads was, means something else. Oh, those are Broad Shorts. Uh, broads were... No. <laughs> broad Shorts are a vibe, though. Uh, broads were like a name given to ladies. So it's Older Ladies. Spunky Older Ladies Day is probably another way of saying it. Yeah, um, that doesn't mean the same thing at the moment now, though. What does Broads mean now? I, I think Broads is more like a... like. Like a not so endearing term. Oh, okay. Well, really, for the older folk, they'll still be thinking broads is a nice. You thing. know that's what I got, but I think that's what. Oh, really? Is. Yeah. Well, yeah. We may change that one, but as of today, yeah, it's the old broad day yeah. today. You're talking about the old meaning. You're being, right. optimistic. You're being optimistic about it. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> Guys, I like a bit of a conspiracy. And uh, on the news over the weekend, this is going off on TikTok. Uh, Amelia Mary Earhart. Uh, was an American aviation pioneer and writer, and she was the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. But her plane crashed. It disappeared July 2nd of 1937. Let's play out this audio. Possible new clues in the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. She vanished, of course, without a trace while trying to fly around the world, 1937. And ocean exploration company Deep Sea Vision says sonar images tonight have detected an object resembling her plane about 100 miles off Howland Island, halfway between Australia and Hawaii. The company plans to explore that site later this year. So they reckon the plane is showing up again. Where, where are you going? He just did this side look that only that friend you have in your group does when there's something here. Here's something on the news, and like, hang on a minute. You know what's sad? When the world turns to custard, and all, a lot of things that the, your conspiracy friends, quote unquote, talk about, uh, it happens. It's never going to be like, oh, man, dude, you were right. It's going to be, like, oh my gosh, like, what do we do? Like, I can't handle this. Let's just unpick so, that so, a little so, bit. So, honestly, look after your conspiracy friends because they might not be right all the time, but they'll be right about something. Let's just unpick that a little bit. There's something in somebody's personality that wants the world to end and then, then be looked at and go, oh, you were right. Nah, that's yeah. not it. That's not it. What, what we want is to go, <laughs> we could have prevented this if, if we stood up in some kind of real revolution that didn't just exist virtue signaling on social media. Isn't every conspiracy so when I say before it's been proven? So when I say don't go to work and you guys aren't listening, there's a problem with that. <laughs> I hope you that wanna, is the problem. You want to tear down the system, but right. you still want to pay for fuel and go to work? That's how we tear it down, Fano. That's how we tear it down. From the inside out. Oh, a million people didn't go to work today. We should probably listen to them. But no. 
can't get anyway this is about Amelia what Mark what are you doing so I don't know what's going on here but the theory is it's likely that Earhart perished on the island as a castaway after she died and coconut crabs uh well first of all <laughs> offensive consumed her body and dragged her bones into their burrows but apparently they did find her remains a couple years ago but yeah the plane remains a mystery what but I don't know what just happened. Hendo, I don't know what happened either. But Hendo gave me that. Uh, he's uh, he's new on the team, and I I don't know what's going on here, bro. But that didn't sound as appealing as when you sent it to me. So was the plane flying, and they found it again, or just the remains of the plane? What? <laughs> sort of, this is what it sounds like when I talk sometimes. Because when, he, said, when, he, when he sent it to me, when he sent it to me, he made it sound like her her plane that crashed. They picked it up flying again. No. So that's why I wanted to bring it to the show. You look after your conspiracy I mean, friends, people. You look after your Who cares if they found their plane? You know? The remains, I'm guessing, of the plane. And I I'm thought it was sure flying it on the flying. radar. I saw a radar, like, moving. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, let me help you out. I, know I didn't say it. I was right every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 see, this is what you can't say about me. You can't say that I think I'm right 100% of the time. Yeah, no, you. that's true. Uh, 40? 40 is enough. 40% anyway. Bro. Let me tell you who's moving. Uh, he's moving on, actually. Let's talk politics. Uh, James Shaw. So mm. this is in New Zealand here. James Shaw was uh, one of the co-leaders for the Green Party. He's moving on. Uh, the, the interesting point, the next topic is who steps up. And obviously the first you know, point of contention is it's got to be Chloe Swarbrick. But Chloe I don't put, think Chloe will do it. Yeah, Chloe hasn't put her name forward as of just yet. And this is we don't obviously know anything further, but Chloe hasn't put her name forward just yet. Nominations for the role are open. Uh, sorry, open tomorrow and they close on the 14th of Feb, which Valentine's Day for you two. Don't you two yes. forget this. Just a gentle reminder. I, I didn't know that. Um, Valentine's Day every day, brother. If you're trying to experience something like me. Uh, the Green Party used to have these rules about their co-leaders and they uh, you had to have a male and a female. That's gone now. They've adjusted the rules. But you have to have... Uh, How convenient. <laughs> now the requirements for the, the party's co-leadership no, is that the co-leader must be a female and the other person uh, can be any gender. Oh, yes. Uh, but That's one very of, green. But one of them must be a Maori. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, that makes sense too. So, obviously, there's so much... It can't movement. be greens, but not have someone from the Fenua being the leader. Right? Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't talk uh, but yeah, that's, that's the movement at the moment. And Chloe Swarbrick is obviously the first point of contest, or the first you know, person that they have here, but Marama Davidson hasn't really said anything else. Um, how come the bro's leaving? He said, I was watching uh, the news this morning actually, he said that he felt like he had got to a point and he couldn't do anymore. So he felt like he, he made the Green Party better. Mm, good and on. he got through this election and he did the three months after that. And now his, it's his chance to step now away and, and leave, nah. it in a, leave it in a better place. James Shaw. James Shaw, you step yeah. Missed opportunity not to say, are you sure? You want to stay? <laughs> no? Okay. Are you sure? Either? But obviously, the government in New Zealand is a little bit iffy. Is that the word we want to use right now? Hey, you, I think a lot of people would agree with you, Brooke. Yes. And if he's a fair, fair way upon it. If I don't think it's iffy for the people that voted for There's the government other that's in the seat. Yep. And I don't, I, don't, I don't assume my position when I say something like that. But They said it. James Shaw was very much... Uh, very much a, a sort of green man. In, in other words, he was all about environment. Uh, and there was also the, the knock on uh, the Green Party for getting involved in other issues other than just looking after nature. And I think James Shaw was was known for being very much focused in on keeping the planet green. Yeah, well done. Um, and as that party sort of advances, perhaps uh, it wasn't really in James's best interest to stay in there because he was all about just the green. Well, we... Just to wrap this up, he did say he's going to move on to other things, but to your point, Mark, he's going to stay in that arena of 
environmentally friendly and so awesome. on and so forth. But yeah, Chloe Swarbrick has a profile, so she could you know ruffle some feathers if she puts her name for. But Feb fourteenth, I guess that's when we will know. We do politics on the show too, baby. Every now and then. That's all I got for Daily Bread. That is your Daily Bread. Breaking Bread with the news of today. Still looking for a sponsor. This is The Morning Shift. Gentlemen and ladies, that was a great intro, Mark. Everybody is welcome. As I introduce to you, King of My Hill. Or the hill to die on is the same. Do you guys know what that's referring to when someone says, oh, that's not the hill to die on? I I hear it differently. It's like, what's a hill you're going to, like, is that a hill you want to die on? Mm. Like, you know, like, yes. It's an issue. That you wholeheartedly follow with conviction, single minded focus with little or no regard to the costs. And I've felt mm. as I've got older, as I've matured, as I've marinated in my parenting journey, I've softened a little bit on my beliefs and stances that I've had bringing up my kids. In other words, the hills that I'm willing to die on, I've kind of just shuffled off. They've <laughs> <laughs> become banks. Yeah. Uh, and as of now, there's probably only a couple that I'm willing to stay staunch on. So I would like to, because I think perspective brings a lot to everybody's lives. Say what I'm king of my hill on, the hill that I'm willing to die on. And I just want to get your guys' perspective and say, it's not worth it. Take or us maybe, by the hand. Maybe come it is. Or, or maybe it we is. agree to die on that hill with you. All right. The hill that I would like to bring to the show today is... You have to sit your license in a manual car. <laughs> now I know it's 2024, and most cars are now manual, uh, are now automatic, so manuals are hardly even around. But wait, say that again. Just that last part. Just the last line you said. It's they're all automatics, and, and, and manuals kind of uh, are there or thereabouts. Okay, sorry. Hardly around, I think, is what you said. Hardly around. Yeah. I think you said hard to find one. Almost is what you mean to say. And I understand. That my kids are not growing up in rural Gisborne like I did. But I feel so strongly... That's a shame. I feel really, really strongly (laughs) that they need to know how to drive a manual just in case the chance is thrown at them. I also think... Actually, let me throw a scenario at you and and maybe this could help you understand why I stand so strongly on this. I have two boys and a daughter. My eldest I taught to drive in a manual... Because I thought to myself, if he was ever faced with the scenario of turning up to his future life partner's house, and the dad was at the front door and goes, Oh, no, 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 don't park there. I'll get you to move my ute, and then you can park in that spot. And he throws him the keys, and there he is, Isaiah sitting in front of, in the front seat of a ute. <laughs> That has looking stupid, aimlessly. looking stupid, as that gear that, sticks Does that just idly. make your skin crawl? Like, it does, does that just make sure make your sure shut it down your hundred percent? It does. I'm like, really? no, because I'm also no, a father of a daughter. No, my steps on. My, that's the thing. Like, it's our job as parents, right, to arm them with as much information as we can, so they can go out and take the world on, like we tried. And that, to me, is a massive. Because if he's sitting there in that car, that manual car or truck, and he can't move it. As the father of that daughter, I sit there and go, what else can't he do? 
So that's one scenario. <laughs> ah, it happens though, eh? It happens. Father-in-laws, they are the most judgmental. Betty can't build a house, you know? Here's the other thing that I think. Even though you've got an automatic car nowadays, it's still important to know why a car changes gears, why the rev meter matters, and I also think learning <laughs> to use them. On this one. Shut up, bro. <laughs> you're trying to grab it. I don't know. As a vehicle finish, owner, finish what you're saying. You've, you've finished what you're as saying. a vehicle owner, I think you should know as much about your car slash vehicle as you possibly can before you take it out on a road trip with their fr- with your friends or before you're heading out into the no- middle of nowhere and you can't get any help. I think learning about how to use a clutch, all those kinds of things, why a motor changes gears, all those things are super important, but you don't learn them in automatic. It's a very lazy way of driving. <laughs> so, I'm currently in an argument with my wife, standing on the hill going, he's learning, 16-year-old now, Joseph, he's learning in a manual. Is this the hill I'm going to die on? Brooke, tell him. There's no way. You know what you should do? If you do have a manual, put it in neutral, let that thing just roll down the hill. Come join us. You don't need to be driving around in a manual. Okay, for example, do you have a manual? No, I don't. Oh, okay. How is he supposed to learn? <laughs> no, I'm quite willing to go and buy a little wee little hatchback oh. number and, and oh. get him to learn you're gonna that. Go, you're going to go buy another vehicle for this hill you're willing to die on? 100%. I got yeah. it. You might as well buy the hill while you're at it too. See what the land property's worth. You know and what? maybe you can um, jumpstart it off the hill. I... That would be, you know, Matsumak, I understand what you're saying here. Principle is a very important thing. I would generally agree with you, except for this one. Technology has moved our world so far that I honestly think we're almost, it's almost more likely they would need to drive a manual in a zombie apocalypse. You should know, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> when the zombies come and they're the only vehicle sitting on the side of the road with the keys sitting in you it. You should know, though, right? a manual. Jess. You better get on the oh, YY Express. Yeah. I think you're going to be the only person here, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Or maybe I'm throwing it out to the shifters. You're five or six farmers. I am absolutely throwing it out to the shifters. Also, do you guys not understand what those pad- uh, paddles are uh, on your under, on your steering wheel? You know how you can change the gears should you need to? Mm. You know how they all work? Or when you'd need to use them, uh, or even the gearbox. No, but I will, I will have to buy a car to know how it works. So I'll have to go find one. You can get it at the same time, which they're hardly any around. Remember, so you got to search for them. Just change it. Change it to back in the trailer, mate. Then you get what you need. All right, it's probably more useful. There you go. The, ho- the hill, it's done. Wrap it up. I'm gonna Grieve go ahead. Let it go, Mark. Let I'm it gonna go, go ahead up. and throw it out to all the shifters. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Because I feel like <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be that, but he's going. Nah, I don't like you guys. I don't like your answers. He's dying on the hill. I love. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out to the shifters, and the majority of the uh, of the opinions I will take on board. And and whether this is something I do continue to pursue, the hill that I die on, I will actually take everybody else's uh, thoughts into, <laughs> into my own. Uh, but I'm also interested too. Any king of the hills? Are you king of any hill in particular? In, the, in your relationship, anything that you refuse to budge on, I think you could send them through to us. We do this every week. This is a good. I think this is a well, new little one. segment. Oh, 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 hang on a sec. No, no, I'll, I'll hold it for next week. Okay, hold it for next week. But if you've got one, have you got a, a thing that everyone's like, nah, nah, come on, man. It's 2024. What just, is? Just say it and we'll end on it. Happy birthday to you. 
you don't you don't want anything for your birthday ever. No, no, yes, no, 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 that's good. Let's wrap it up. That's a hell of a barn. We won't get anything. <laughs> My love language is gifts. <laughs> this is the morning shift. Yes, it is shifters. Hey, talking about uh, switching gears, changing gears. Hey. The internet, man. The internet will get you. Eh? Like, there's there's a lot of bad stuff that can happen on the internet, and obviously we go there for entertainment and have a laugh. But sometimes you read some stuff, and it just really puts life into perspective and pulls at the heartstrings a little bit. I stumbled upon uh, this on um, puberty. It's a it's a um, site on Instagram, and uh, basically, uh, my son is going viral because he shared online um, basically a letter he found from his mum. That she wrote to him before she sadly passed away from cancer, and um, I went to go read it out, but I don't want to cry, so I'm gonna put this up for me and Brooke. <laughs> me and Brooke, paper scissors, rock who reads this out because it's so it's so touching. Let's go, ready? Okay, yeah. Paper scissors, rock. It's all you, big guy. <laughs> it's all you, man. And all this is is just to remember that if we get a chance to love, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And to be loved. That was the first time I've ever seen a scissors, paper, rock be decided in one go. I thought it was always best of three. No, it's not. (laughs) I think it is, isn't it? It's usually the best of three. Okay, we can do best of three. Okay, cool. Scissors, rock. Oh, okay, we've gone down to the decider. <laughs> All right. Give, give it here. I'm reading it. Yes. Give it here. <sighs> Thank you, Ma. So he found this after she passed, and she'd written it for him. Hello, Matt. I'm writing this letter in hopes of you finding this one day. I hope you knew how much I love you. I loved you. You have the kindest soul of anyone I knew. You were always there for me when I needed you. You quit your job knowing you would not have any income just so I would have someone to take me to my treatments. What an awesome thing to do. Thank you for that. I hope and pray that you are close to Christy and Kyle. Family is everything. I hope that you have found the person of your dreams, that you are very happy, content in your life. You so deserve it. One of the best times spent with you was at Grounds for sculptures. Do you remember? I will always be watching over you. I always feared leaving you more than I feared dying. You were the best son ever. Till we meet again. Love eternally, mum. Oh, bro, these get me, eh? Holy, they get me. Coldplay in the background, too. We'll, uh, We'll get you as well. But man, I love I love stumbling upon the internet when someone feels comfortable enough to share something that we can all share emotions in. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful letter. Wow, <laughs> it's always different when you hear it from a parent. Oh, as bro. a parent, being a parent too, it's different, eh? Yeah, just like you just want your kids to know, eh? Like they were. They were so loved. But and yeah. it's, it's not the fear of dying. It is the fear oh. of leaving them alone almost. 
or, or, or leaving them and not being able to help or support or be mum or dad. I don't know where to go after this. This is honestly all I had, but I just wanted to share those feels. So if you have um, lost someone that you love, I hope you're able to reflect in a, in a good way today. And for those of us who still have our loved ones here, just a reminder, keep checking in, keep loving on them. I tell you, I'm going to the bathroom. I've got to get some tissues. <laughs> Love you guys. The stars, look how they shine for you. And all the things that you do. This is The Morning Shift. Shifters on the phone line, we have uh, social media superstar Louis Davis underscore who has 1.8 million followers on TikTok, 184 million likes. Come on, and he is also a marriage celebrant trying to do great things for an amazing family. Kia ora, good morning, Louis. Morning, morning, and left out my most important accolade I'm your baby cousin. Yeah, oh, this actually is my cousin, and <laughs> this is my cousin. So he did, he did, he did hit me up. There's a, there's a family that you're trying to help, cuz. Can you please tell us the whole, the whole story? Because we want to know. Man, so, so obviously getting married is super, super expensive, costs heaps of money, and young couples Preach. now still want the big dream wedding, still want the magical day, but they got to put themselves in debt and to make that happen, and um. There's this, um, I'm actually related to them, but I, I, I stumbled across a video online of this couple that's trying to get married for zero dollars. So they're getting married on their whenua, and I was moved by this. And I happened to be a marriage celebrant. I got I registered a few years ago so I could marry my bros. And, I, and so I thought, I'll marry them for free, <laughs> but what else can we do? And so I made this video, and then just so many people have come out of the woodworks going, how can we help? Oh, I'm a barber, you know, I'm a florist, you know, I hunt, you know, I got some, and people... Can, it's not the big brands it's the small little businesses that hey I'll send brownies hey I'll make a cake and it's real real cool Mate. what everyone's done trying to get behind it and yeah I linked up with you because if there's anyone out there in the shifters whanau that has anything that could offer to this kaupapa we're not asking for money we're just if you have skills resources or time or you're just a good diver or know you know how to you're a nail tech or whatever Come it is if you on. could give your time you know we could give this couple a magical dream day you know Without putting them in the in the debt hole. Oh, absolutely! Hey, bro, when is it? How much time do we have to make it's, this thing work? So it's the end of year, December twenty, December twenty eight. Oh, we got time. We, we, um, we got time to cook. Yeah, heaps of time. They were initially thinking two thousand and twenty six, but some of the elderly whanau came back and said, "Hey, we're, we're probably not going to be there. The way our house is going, mm. some real important members there. Finally, that you know, twenty twenty six. That time's not promised, and so that's why they decided to move it forward and. Whatever happens, happens. At the yeah. end of the day, they're getting married, and if we can make this day magical, let's do it. Come on. I reckon we should do it. Like, hey, just real, uh, really quickly, do we know what has already been offered? Is there like a list or a place? So let's say it was a really good florist um, yeah. I could see. Uh, yeah, because so, sometimes we get in our own way, eh, and people get ho and like, oh, you didn't use my, you know, you didn't use my goods, so stuff that, I'm not helping, you know, so is there someone really <laughs> organising this stuff? Who's organised, like, is there some kind of list about what's what's already been offered, or, or how do people yeah, actually what, email or, or get in touch? Yeah, what what I'll do is I'll, I'll drop the video in the Shifters Facebook page, it should be up there when you're, at the time that you're listening to it, and um, if you've got something you can contribute to the Copapa, just comment on the video and you'll get in touch with the writing group that okay, way. Wicked, cuz. So, for, for those cuz who are who are um, you know pessimistic about the world, and they say, "Well, you know, 
a couple's just asked for a free wedding. Must be nice. Now they're going to get all that help. <laughs> How do we open up their hearts? Why, why does this? Yeah. Um, why does this matter to you? That you that you want to ask for a shifter's help. Okay, so if <laughs> the, the what about me? What's in it for us? <laughs> What's in it for us? Do we get to come and why have some of the time or... <laughs> Why would I do something for love? That's so dumb. Um, other than you being a bad person, if you listen, Anna. Correct. If um, if this couple will we get married with no kai, no nothing, just them and their loved ones on on their whenua, that's their game plan. And it's actually me looking at it going, hey, I reckon we could make this a lot nicer and we could still give them the dream magic. And that's the power of community, yeah. yeah. We now live in a society we're so detached, so disconnected. When, when, our, when our ancestors used to get married, you know, they did that in community with each other. They, the village made it happen. And now in this day and age, particularly Māori whānau, we're scattered, you know, across the world, across New Zealand, across Australia. So it's harder to do that. And the internet, this is that community. This is that opportunity to do good for people in our masses, mobilize together, just do good for good sake. Brother, you got Man, me. I'm trying, you got me. I'm trying, I'm trying to host this for free. I'm trying to, and I hate MCing, so if they need a free MC, Brooke can do it. Um, <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Um, let, let, let's see if the shifters can get aboard. If you post on our page, cuz uh, we, uh, we can get on board, definitely. Yeah, you know, Brooke, when I asked Jordan to MC my wedding, he was like, nah. And so my dad rang him back half an hour later and said, oh, oh, okay, uncle, I'll do it, I'll do it. If you're asking, stories. uncle, I'll do it. This is the story, <laughs> You've been the whole time. Well, you know what? With I'm that, you on the side. With that sales pitch touching the heartstrings, the apples don't fall far from the tree, do they, cousin? I love that. <laughs> you nailed that. Let's help this whanau. I'm on, bro. That is dope. That is dope. We'll be in touch, eh? Thanks, we'll, keep it, we'll keep in contact. Thanks, boys. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Catch up. <laughs> That's cool. I got a... I, he got me with the, uh, with the what about community? Yeah, we we done the answers oh, like, cool. Come on, when you got help the, people these people days. Now, I was like, oh, okay. Sometimes you, it's, it's, it's your own that are the hardest to help. Jordan will MC. You heard it here first. Thank <laughs> no. you so much. You MC. You do it together. Do it together. Mark, Mark you, do you it. too. Mark you too. This is the morning shift. <laughs> the gaming shift <laughs> with Spark <laughs> Game. <laughs> Welcome to the Gaming Shifts. Unbelievable. With Spark Game Arena. A chance for us to all journey through the ethos of gaming. And we're going to be going everywhere with this, folks. We've got our own uh, Gaming Shift Facebook page so we can all talk gaming. We do. That's an excuse to jump on the sticks, really, isn't it, bro? Come on. I'm, I'm surprised you're doing so much when we're talking about gaming because normally you're camping. <laughs> hey, come on, man. He's not wrong. I'm a conservative <laughs> gamer. A conservative. I, I get scared. It's I get lagging. Scared. It's lagging. <laughs> so, gentlemen, we sound like new gamers, and guess what fun are we, we are? We are. No, I'm not Mark, not so much, but I'm definitely starting my gaming journey, but I'm excited. This is the great thing about what Spark Game Arena has allowed us to do. One of our uh, passions behind the scenes has been gaming for a few of us for, for, for many years, and this is what this journey is all about. It's Shut about up, taking Spike. all the shifters, whether you're a gamer, a pro gamer, or just somebody who's like, you know, casually watching others, someone else game. We all want to go at the same pace, all moving through the gaming ethos. Brooke and I, <laughs> we've had our moments. Yeah, talk about that. 
I don't want to. No, talk right. about we're in a really that. nice place. So when you guys play Fortnite, no you rudely haven't uh, invited me in to uh, play with you guys. Hold yet. on, that's okay. not true. What am I? What am I to expect with uh, the style that you guys play? Uh, contrasting styles. Because there's clearly no builds. I know you guys can't build. Hey, yeah, and that's fine as well. Okay, no, uh, Mark same. plays a long game. I can't build either. Mark plays a long game. I hear things. I run to. I think it's important to be a part of the battle. I think if you win, you got to win right. You got to. You got to be able to eliminate a whole bunch of people. Mark, long game. Okay, where are we going to hide? What circle are we going to be we in? Gonna hide? <laughs> what circle are we going to be in? What cars are we going to use to get around? Who's got the meds? Who's if got you just hide and walk out and kill the last guy, does that feel like a victory royale to you? Matai? It does. Is it? A win is a like, win. No yeah. one. No one remembers how you won. <laughs> and there's always a point. It's around about twenty people to go with the whole dynamic changes. The way you talk's a little bit different. The the, the color of your guns changes a little bit. You're like, okay, this, we might have a chance. Michael Mark has one. definitely cussed Brooke out many times. I have. And, you know, I think as we move through the journey, we're going to get to a point where we are streaming and people can join us on that stream. I can't wait for everyone to see the real Mark. The real me does come out. Uh, I'm usually, a, a, yeah, I get frustrated very easily. I get angry at times with what Brooke likes to do. He likes to run around, <laughs> just bring attention to where we are. Like, I'm like, let's just, let's just play it calm. Let's just go in there and win the game. And ultimately, that's what it is. So, hey, the, but we have fun, right? The gaming shift is going to be all about us all taking that journey together. And I'm no? looking forward to it. Thanks to the team. What well, kind of fun? Uh, at Spark Game <laughs> Arena for being a part of this with us. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do, we're going to throw out some headlines, some gaming headlines. We've also got a game review, which I've asked you boys to make sure you've oh, played. Oh, I reviewed that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost threw that game at the, at the damn wall. To get, today on the gaming shift, we're actually welcome Matt Bain in, uh, director at Spark, to discuss. Uh, I guess the synergy between us and Spark Game Arena. We're super privileged to have someone like him. And finally, we'll be giving you a chance to win an epic prize thanks to Spark, all right? (laughs) So the uh, headline I wanted to discuss today, and do you guys remember the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the OG, the little wee box, the little wee control pad? It's got the two little red buttons on it and the little wee, I guess what you'd call a little directional pad. Wow. It is 2024, and a new NES game is being developed. The NES is responsible for a lot of people's fondest memories. I think we we fuck up up and straight back to the idea of PlayStation One being our goat. Nintendo was there though. Nintendo just didn't have the the game catalog that that PS One ended up giving us. They discontinued it in 1995. That's how old it is. I'm looking at the release date right now. I feel like I right played now. that in like 2002. I was still playing that. <laughs> you were still playing Man, it. my dad pulled the wool over my eyes. It sold over 61 million units. And now, 30 years on, there's a developer who's decided they're going to make a game cartridge for the NES. You know, it's a really smart, smart move because smart ga- the gaming uh, community is so big. And a lot of people, you know, you have your big games. You want all the, the, the flash graphics and that. But Nintendo, I reckon. Less is more my, sometimes. Mario Kart, you know, all of that. Be great. That'd be awesome. But man, it's got the the place is called Mega Cat Studios. Uh, they took to social media and they've said they've kickstarted a campaign to fund Flap Happy, which will be the name of the Ooh. game. It's going to be the world's first eight bit avian rogue like platform, uh, and it's got a thing. It's, it's one of those adventure games, but <laughs> I like Flap the Happy? idea. It's called Flap Happy. They, they, but like, uh, angry, they, what's the what? bird one? When angry birds? Not, angry birds? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> it'll have that. I'm guessing it's going to be like a. A fighty bird thing. Let's move on. In a, in a nice way. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're going to be releasing that, and they reckon they'll also be making it so that you can play it on the PC. Well, at the moment, you can play it on PC, but they're going to make it so that you can play it also on the Game Boy. So NES and Game Boy bring, being brought back to life by game makers. Boy, I'm yeah. looking it up. That's a bit of me. I yeah? Like That's Boy. a bit of me. Old school. Well, was the game I asked you to review last night a bit of you? Let's, uh, let's get into what we decided would be our game review for this week. 
It's making me angry just hearing that. If you haven't played Fall Guys, well, here's a chance to hear the review before you do end up downloading it and playing it. I believe it's a free download at the moment. Uh, gentlemen, yes, I'm going to run through the ratings that you gave it, and then we can have a quick discussion afterwards. Okay. Uh, let's get into this, Matsumo. Okay. But ratings out of 1 to 10. Was the game easy to understand 1 to 10, Jordan? Like 1 was hard, super difficult? Yep. Ten, uh, 9. nine. Very, very simple. Super easy very, to understand. Very simple to yeah, understand. Yeah, easy enough to understand. Easy enough. Brooke, where did you rate it? Uh, in terms of how easy it was to understand? Exactly yeah. like I asked Jordan. 8 or 9. Uh, 8 or 9? Yeah, easy to understand. Okay. Enjoyment levels, 1 to 10. Uh, 1 being, and 10 being, yeah. You get, this word gets hard. <laughs> well, it wasn't a 1. <laughs> because I, I'm so annoyed that I want to go back and play again today. Oh. Because it got the best of me. And it shouldn't be getting the best of me. But... There was a lot of there was a lot of four letter words that I was throwing at the TV yesterday. <laughs> I thought my character had two left feet. It kept falling out. There was just Saturn at one point would just come out of nowhere. Like I was getting so frustrated that these little seven year olds were beating me, I couldn't even get past the first round. So my enjoyment level, I'm gonna give it a 3.5. 3.5. And Jordan, what did you give four guys uh, in enjoyment? Nah, I, see I was frustrated. I was I had a bit of rage like Brooke had, but you're still enjoying it. I still want to go again. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't bounce up onto this ledge for like two minutes. And I think I know the ledge. It was. <laughs> yeah, I was actually playing with like my nephews, and like, they were like, oh, this is how you play. Like, go. And they, they were like, were trying to take the controller off me because clearly I'd annoyed them at that point. And then I was like, leave it alone. I can do it myself. <laughs> and then, like, when you're about to die because the time runs out, I was like, here, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> but for me, it was like, honestly, like an eight. An eight? Really? Yeah. Wow. Simple games are enjoyable. Well, this is probably a great uh, place to rage the uh, frustration levels for you then, Brooke, because you clearly got annoyed by it. What was the gamer rage level? One to ten. What would you put it? Ten. I rage quit. You rage quit? I rage quit after about an hour and a half. Yeah, it's up there. Eight or nine. (sighs) Eight or nine? Okay. I, I, I swore a lot. Mike, what was yours? Sorry, we didn't ask you. No, that's all right. I, I'm, I'm a 10 out of 10 when it comes to the uh, rage quit, uh, when it comes to the level. Yeah, true. That was so uh, frustrating, annoying. But overall, what will we give the game? Let's go around the room. Uh, the game itself, how would you explain it? It's an obstacle course, right? It's a whole lot of different obstacle courses, and you're trying to beat everybody else who's been put into the map. By just jumping feet. and diving jumping, and moving. Diving, swerving. Well, you know what I thought about this game? I thought, you know, this could actually bring the family together. It could bring the whanau together, this game, where, you know, you could put your, you know, put your whanau into teams, you know, you can yeah. go against each other. And also, it's just so much fun. It's so fun watching someone trying to play this game. <laughs> so um, Thinking you can do better and then not doing, being able to do it yourself. So I, I gave this, honestly, 7.5. I, I had a lot of enjoyment out of it. I'm going with a 5. I'm going to lock in a 5 right down in the middle. I know, pick a side. Right, come on, Sweden. But now nah, I'm going to go with five. The frustrations levels that got me. Switzerland? Switzerland? Whatever you're saying, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm going to go somewhere in between. I'm going to give it a 7.3. Yeah, nice. uh, only because I'm, I'm real gamer, real gamers, Real gamers type score, eh, Matilda? Yeah. I, I, I'm with you, Jordan, in the sense that you can bring the family together with us. It can also separate the family very quickly as but well. But that's fun. That's, that's fun to watch. Fun. You know? Uh, so, yeah, I think overall... I think it's a pass for four guys. It's here. also free, guys. It's free. That should make it an eight. I'm bumping it up to eight. Actually, <laughs> download time was great. 
Seven minutes. Exactly. That, that was the part I got 8. down 2. with. 8.2. I'm going 8.2. <laughs> it just keeps going up. All right. We have to welcome our next guest in now. This is the morning shift. All right. Our first guest that we're welcoming in is uh, Matt Ooh. Bain, director at Spark. And Matt, you're here to discuss, I guess, uh, Spark Game Arena and uh, how we came together. Because we, the gaming shift and, and Spark Game Arena, obviously, in it together. But where did it start for you? So uh, it started for us a year or so ago where we, we sat and went, well, like, this gaming thing, it's, it's bigger, like 10 times bigger than Huge. music. Right? Crazy, it's yeah. Massive. And no one's really giving it credit for what it, what it means to people, to Kiwis in their lives, you know? And so we went, well, what if we could create a platform that helped elevate the game, give New Zealanders a chance to be kind of on a national stage? Um, because we already sell the devices people are gaming on and we provide the connectivity. So what's next? Well, that's, that's how we could kind of elevate this. So that's really where we started. We went, if we could get this right, we could really help kind of lift this community and give them access to experiences they don't currently have. Wicked. Matt, I, I, we do ask all our guests who come on uh, The Gaming Shift, what was the first game you ever played and what was the console that you played it on? Can yeah, you remember so, back then? So I, I had a bit of a heads up that someone's going to ask me this. So I, actually, <laughs> I went and found it, and this is going to freak some people out. So it, the console was a Casio calculator. Oh. It's called an MG880, and it was like a Spacey's game. This is pre-Pong. I remember Pong? Pre that. So if anyone can remember that, like, I don't know, I'll buy you a beer. Like it's, <laughs> it, was, it was super addictive at school, and I actually thought I might try and find one on eBay, but oh, probably so worth cool. a lot of money now. Eh? So yeah, that was the first one. That's amazing. And, and did you feel like, I don't know, for me, I, when I remember back there and reminisce, you sit in that space where you're like, oh, those were the days. Yeah, man. And I, you thought they'd clocked gaming at that stage. But yeah. um, did you feel that I when you were lining up, lining up for the calculator after class. Yeah, there's only one. There's <laughs> well, only one. I want to start there because I, I think for you to say that, you know, your first game was calculated, you, you're not, you, you look quite in shape, mate. This guy, this guy looks Pulled like on a motorbike. This guy looks kind of like. Kelly Slater with a, with with a bit more hair, you know. It looks like he's the in wrinkles, shape, you know. Wrinkles. So you've been around for a long time, yeah. but you're at Spark, and you know this exciting conversation around gaming. I assume, like, it, it sounds like an easy sell, but the fact that you guys haven't really done something like that is pretty exciting. Like, what for you? Like, what gets you excited about Spark doing something like this and providing an opportunity for Kiwis to, I guess, as a culture, get involved and, and get a part of? Yeah, yeah. So it's like we've got we've got a bit of form here because we've done it with music, right? For like ten years, we've been bringing musicians to New Zealand, we've been yes. like creating money, can't buy experiences around our, our music lineups and stuff, we've got Spark Arena. So really we went, if you look at the, the culture, what people are interested in, what people are inspired by, like music was where we started in entertainment and we brought Spotify to the country and things like that. Yes. And, and then you go, just quietly, gaming's crept up and overtaken music and become even more important. To 100%. People. And there's a massive overlap, man, like music and gaming go together, right? Mm. And so we thought, well, that, that's, a, that's the next extension of, it, of where we go with entertainment as we start to demonstrate what's possible uh, with new technologies and, and connect people that wouldn't necessarily usually be connected with gaming. You know? Yeah. How do you get that across the line? Like, um, you know, because <laughs> you must roll rock in some big circles up at Spark. Do you just go to the and be like, guys, Spark's great. we're doing gaming. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but Spark's great. Like, Spark likes to try things, right? And so the best way to predict the future is create it. Kind of the way we think Ooh, about things. I like that. I'm write that down. I'm write that down. So, um, write that down. so, so you, you don't you don't create new stuff without trying stuff, and not everything works. But we're gaming. We, we just you know we launched our first Spark Game Arena. Yes. Um, okay. Fortnite competition, and that was like. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Did you guys go? You guys play? <laughs> these these oh, guys oh, play. Oh, now, on, all man. I hear about is the arguments. They come yeah. to work grumpy, and uh, apparently. 
That was got a awesome. camper over Brooke there. Brooke always misses up the victory royals, yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. We've got a camper over there. He doesn't hit him over there. That's fine. <laughs> well, I'm going to pre-sign you up for the next one. Oh, we've got to do it. No, that was, um, so that was our first kind of test, and it went off. It was awesome. Everyone loved it. So 30,000 prize money, I think, was the biggest Fortnite prize money pool in the country as we, as we started. So that's just like just getting started. You know? 30 racks is, is amazing, too. I, I love numbers. You know, numbers are something that excites me, not just me. I think a lot of people love the idea of numbers, and this is something that's huge. And I was just saying to you before, Ophi, is I don't think I've fully, and a lot of us, been able to grasp how big uh, the gaming community has become in such a short amount of time. But it does show that gaming is for absolutely everybody in some way, shape, or form. So if I, I guess um, for parents listening to this, how, how is gaming for everyone? What, what's going on with the kids? What's the future kind of look like as a possible... Uh, source of income that's not just a, a nine to five sort of income it's a oh we're going to travel the world and we're going to make a whole bunch of money and this is something i can i can really do and sink my teeth into yeah so it's a it's the creator economy right so like there's, mm. the, there's the old school you can think about like a lot of the gaming going on now is actually it's like the school playground people are creating you know Roblox. They're, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah we've got kids and we see that they're engaging they're meeting people you know and um and one of the things we're really leaning to at spark is like how do we create a safer environment around that oh, nice. right because we've got an obligation to yeah yes. make gaming more available but also make sure that we do everything we can to make sure that it's a safe place 100 so that's something we're also looking into going how do we actually lean into that aspect of it because for those of us that are parents that's a, that's a good huge thing. one huge yeah. one yeah. we know our kids are spending a lot of time as well um just for, for for casual gamers and maybe even for people listening to this conversation maybe just asking a simple question of like what is the Spark Game Arena? Like, why, why should we get excited about it? What excites you about this opportunity? So I'm in a heavy embargo here. Oh. <laughs> no, no. So um, in its essence, it's a platform that brings together New Zealand gamers mm. and entertainers, right? So we, we see gaming as a bigger, having bigger cultural influence. Yes. So in the future, we see it as a you know, melding of, of gaming and music and art yeah. in a place where that comes together. Um, so we're thinking, you know, Start small, scale fast, and we want to create some pretty epic experiences. So, can't talk about them yet. Team yes. working on them, but um, we've got some things in the pipeline. That okay. is ex- just to go backwards slightly from from that. How has the last, let's say, three, two to three years been to get to this point? Because it has been epic. Yeah. But what's that look like for you? Yeah. So, I guess the first thing that I realised is people people would go up to people and go, "Are you a gamer?" Oh, like, that's dumb because like, it's you've t- got a, it's like, a game into what they think it is. No, right? Are you a yeah, TV yeah. watcher? Like yeah, more people yeah. game watch TV. <laughs> like it's just a weird thing to ask people, right? And so um, we kind of clicked on that. And we're, that's, that is so true. That is actually, silly. <laughs> yeah, right? is, are yeah. you a car driver? It's like yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and so then we went. Well, like how do we? You know, this it wasn't as long as three years ago. This was you know, eighteen months ago. We started going. You know, what's the right way to do this? Mm. And then we really sat down and started talking to gamers and, and getting under the skin. We spent a long time. You know, sitting with them, understanding what they needed, what would be what would be a cool thing for us to do, what would be a really bad thing for us to do, um, how we turn up in an authentic way yeah. uh, to the to the audiences we're going after, um, and then we also realised that it was easy to fixate on like hardcore games, but actually most people are gaming. Like I was saying to you guys before, mobile phones the biggest gaming device. Yeah. Mm. People are snatching games, you know, on the bus or between meetings or whatever, on a flight, you know. Yeah. And so gaming is becoming a pastime, which is much broader than what people think gaming is. And therefore, the, the other challenge is how do we make sure that we got something for everyone as we as we scale this Spark Game Arena concept? Yeah. Totally exciting stuff. Well, I'm glad. Matt, I need to ask you I, as you've been going along in this journey. What have you learned about the certain subsets and communities? Because I, I, from what I know and from what my son, who's a massive gamer, and me, who 
you know, I, I have a casual. Hey, hey, you know, you're, you're a gamer. Victory Royale from time to time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, what have you learned of some of the things that have kind of made you go, oh, wow, that's cool when it comes to the different games that come and the different communities that come with those games? Yeah, I think one of the one of the key things I touched on before, which is we think of games where we go, you know, people, people going out conquering or, you know, some sort of competition. The next generation are playing games which are much more collaborative and about creating together. And then you think, you know, education is turned towards games, you know, like a flight simulator which, tra- which pilots train on is a, essentially a sophisticated game, right? And so this is really interesting where you go, kids are learning skills on these things. And I was at South by Southwest um, last year and there's people talking about the harms of gaming. And there's another body of research coming through showing how important gaming was, that kids that gamed were less lonely, you know, and felt more connected Committed. than kids who didn't. And they're starting to go, yeah, there's some, there's some bad things. You can't do it too much. You need to put some guardrails. But there's actually some really good stuff is starting to show up. And we don't want to miss that, right? We want to, we want to understand that as a business as well. Like how do we double down on the stuff that helps? Awesome. Kiwis. 100%. Hey man, I think as um, the, the nicest one on the sticks between us, it's, it's, it's my responsibility to actually <laughs> ask up. you this. Uh, I, I know that you guys are partnering and we're, we're so stoked to have you, but it's not just us, right? You guys are busy and, and it's there's a whole bunch of people that you yeah. are partnering yeah. with. Yeah, you are our favourites, of course. Come on. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, so Digital Natives Academy. So this okay. is an awesome um, team that, that helped create Pathway to Young People into Gaming. So they're a key partner for us. Let's play live, you know, Biggest tournament kind of provider in the country. Huge. Shout out to Dwan. Uh, partnered with them early, and they've been helping us on our journey to understand how to really, you know, connect with this audience. So, uh, so yeah, we're we're prolific partners. <laughs> Just one more yeah. time, though, your favorite. You guys, come man. on, come on. <laughs> you know, you know, it shifters. Work it. That is that is exciting, and I think um, maybe just lastly, uh, uh, where we've come from, we, well, why we called the shifters because we we feel like there are things um, where shifts can happen, you know. And so to to be in collaboration with you guys is, is awesome. What is kind of like? What would you love to see with kind of the shifters and and this opportunity with Spark? What's oh, oh, the shifters should get involved, man. Like. Yeah. Um, this is open for everyone, right? So if you go to like spark.co.nz forward slash gaming, sign up there. We'll keep you in the loop what's going on. Um, and then, you know, we started with Fortnite. We're looking way broader than that, right? We're looking, we've got partnerships with a lot of the big international, you know, gaming. Embargo, embargo. You're under embargo. 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 I, see, so, I, I can so see his eyes spark. lighting up, so, guys, yeah, so I know yeah. something big's coming. So the shifters <laughs> should keep their ears on and, and yeah, just sign up for, for info and we'll keep you guys in touch as we go. And we're stoked to be partnered with you guys. So thanks so much. It's awesome. As are we. Super stoked. This is the morning shift. What's in it for us? What's in it for us? Oh, wouldn't you love to know? Time to play what can only be described as the greatest gaming game ever because you get to win. (laughs) It's called the Spark Sound. A secret gaming sound. A sound that'll take you back to the past. Nostalgia. How would you win, though? How do you actually win? Well, this is going to go up on our morning shift page. And if you comment below what you think the sound is, we'll pick a winner from there if you get it right. Question is, what do you win? We go, hey, man, we're going to have a talk. I want to get my hands on some of this. This is a piece of the pie that I'd like to be a part of. <laughs> Golly! You win one Xbox Series X, one terabyte, with one controller. That's a lot of bytes. And 24 months <gasps> of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Sorry? Right. That's like two years, bro. Hello, Matt. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I will play a sound. If you can identify that sound, write in the comments below and, uh, and tell us exactly what you think it is. 
Ready for it? Yeah. I want to see if you guys can get it as well. I can get it. Okay, here we go. <gasps> play, no, no, play, you play, you play that again, please. How do you not know that? Oh! Do you, oi, do you? Do you, oi? Do you, oi? Wait, I'll whisper it to you, okay? Hey, it's mine, brother. No, he doesn't know. No, you don't. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know the secret sound. When you see this video, though, on our uh, Facebook, uh, on our morning shift page, our Facebook private one, please comment below. We will pick a winner out of that. If you want to get to the page, though, Brooke, how do you how do you join? Jump on our Facebook page, our shifters page, uh, link in bio on Instagram, or you jump on uh, Facebook. It's a private account, but we will accept you. You are all welcome, and you can go win that bad boy. Ah, beautiful. How great. That wasn't that clear. On our social media accounts, Instagram or TikTok, there's a link in bio. Click the link to join the Facebook page. That's what I meant. Thank you. Thanks, Brooke. All right, team, that's us. Week one of the books. Oh, I can't wait for next week. The gaming shift, done and dusted. I got your six! This is the morning shift. Hey, guys, big show. I forgot to say... Uh, any, any last words before I say it? No, no, I'm tired. I'm, I'm worn out after all <laughs> that. That was a big one. Hey, as always, guys, check on the people. We love you. See you tomorrow. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got <laughs> Okay. Hey, Fever fans, it ain't pretty. No one can push with runny nose and watery eyes. Fight the good fight against evil, Hey Fever, with the help of our mates at Chemist Warehouse. That's right, helping you stay pollen, tough, and helping us keep the lights on right here at the morning shifts.